Head coach Nick Sirianni might need to pitch a complete overhaul of his coaching staff to Jeffrey Lurie to keep his job. Gino and I have suggestions for who he should pick as his coordinators coming up on today's edition of Locked on Eagles. You are Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Eagles fans. I'm Louis DiBiase, co-host of the Locked On Eagles podcast, Eagles expert also over at Bleacher Report. He's Gino Camilleri, scouting director, Eagles content at Bleacher Report, and my co-host on today's edition of Locked On Eagles. We have coordinator suggestions for Nick Sirianni, but we also have head coaching suggestions for Jeffrey Lurie. Plus, does the league-wide interest in Brian Johnson tell us something about Who's to blame for 2023? All that and more coming your way on this Friday edition of Lockdown Eagles. And we thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use the code, which is in all lower cases, NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Lurie, Nick Sirianni, they might actually be meeting right now as Gino and I are recording this show. And I think, Gino, he has a pretty good chance of keeping his job. Like if you were were to compare it to the end of the year meeting that Jeffrey Lurie had with Doug Peterson back in 2021, I think it's more likely that Sirianni keeps his job. But I think he's going to have to suggest real change on his staff, just like Doug had to do, because whether he likes it or not, Brian Johnson might be getting a head coaching job, and I don't think he's getting fired. When it comes to defensive coordinator, I think we know Matt Patricia is not back and it's not going to be Sean Desai. So he's going to have to pitch at least one coordinator spot and maybe two. I would say it's going to be two. I and agree. I don't think Brian Johnson comes back regardless. I, I just don't have a good feeling. I think if Ooh, we're interesting. looking at the Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman hand in the pot element of it, I think that is one side of the ball that they want to see an improvement on and if there is as much digging around as Howie Roseman did in the defensive side of the ball last year, I'm sure that they'd be willing to go and try and change things on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And I also don't know how much it is to put any emphasis on Brian Johnson getting interviews elsewhere to incriminate anybody in Philadelphia. I just don't think it worked with the personnel that they had and the offense Good on him for getting those interviews. Not my cup of tea, but the Eagles, they have their hands full with probably now trying to get two-thirds of their coordinators filled in mm-hmm. hopefully the next couple weeks. I mean, you don't want to wait around and have to pick from the bottom of the barrel like the Eagles have had to do in their head coaching searches at times with yeah. Peterson and Nick Sariani. Let's hope that Nick is ahead of the game. He really does have a full 30,000 foot plan that really digs into what he wants. And it can't just be, I want this coordinator and that's it. You have to present, I want this coordinator because of what he can do with Jalen Hurts, what he can do to open up the motion on our offense. What can he do to monopolize the middle of the field? Those are the questions that Jeffrey Lurie really is going to be asking him. Exactly. That he has to make changes, but how is he going to make those changes? 
And I think that was the same thing he was looking for when he met with Doug a few years ago. And I think Doug at that point was sick of the meddling from Howie and Lurie. So he came with a plan that was the status quo. He's like, I'm going to promote my guys from within. I'm not going to do what you guys want. I let you in 2020 bring in all these guys from different offenses. And there were too many cooks in the kitchen. And he was stubborn. And and I, I think it was understandable. But Doug didn't want to make change. I And that's why he got fired. I think with Nick, you're right. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. He cannot come in and say, I want to promote somebody from within this organization to be the new play caller. I want to keep, you know, Matt Patricia as the DC, or I want to bring Sean Desai back in 2024. Even if he says Frank Reich is his offensive coordinator, I feel like that will be too redundant Mm -hmm. for Jeffrey Lurie, Gino. So he's going to have to come up with some significant suggestions when it comes to change. And like you said, not just change for the sake of change. It has to make sense for the long-term blueprint or else. Yeah. They might be moving on. Is there a guy that like, let's say in the hypothetical world that Brian Johnson does get a head coaching job or he does get fired. Is there a guy out there that not for a head coaching candidate, but for the Eagles play caller, is there somebody out there that you like? Yeah. Well, if, if, he doesn't get fired. We obviously aren't going to get right, my number one candidate, who would be Joe Brady. I think Joe Brady is like a perfect up and coming guy. He's yeah, been that's around. a coaching candidate, probably at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's that's a head coach without yeah. a doubt. I think you can try and dig into the realm of hitting some of the passing game coordinators for the Rams or for San Francisco, and you look at some names like Zach Robinson, for example, sure. could be somebody that the Eagles want to go out there and target. And I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be somebody from a blueprint that has had success in the national football league. And when Jeffrey and Nick are meeting, which I'm sure they are now, I'm sure the discussion is going to be very leading to a degree from Jeffrey Lurie's point of view to where he knows what he wants Nick Sirianni to say. It's almost like, he's interrogating him more than he is hearing his pitch. It's like, oh, this is what I want to hear. I want you to go and get one of these young and -and up-and-coming guys. I don't want you to pitch me Frank Wright. We've already been around the block with him. We know what it is. He (laughs) didn't work out in the last two places as a head coach. Yeah, he's probably a better coordinator than he is a head coach, but let's see some new ideas. You have years of tape of what he can do. Let's go out there and get some of these young names. I mean, heck, even a – Brian Hartline, who's a wide receiver coach and in the past game at Ohio State, is that a young guy that is interesting for you? I know Tommy Reese might not be your cup of tea. Now he's at Alabama. He was at Notre Dame. But those are some of the names that you're going to have to think about because that's what Doug Peterson was wanting to do back in the day. Who was the guy for USC? He was a former quarterback. I know exactly who you're talking that about. He I interviewed at the, the time, but yeah. he wasn't ready to make that jump. Like that's exactly what I think they're going to try and do. Like the guys that are 35 to 40 years old, a mm-hmm. little younger than Nick Sirianni, have been around some of the better names like Sean McVay, like the Kyle. Shannon Hopefully, like motion heavy offenses, maybe even yes. Mike McDaniel, somebody on his staff 100%. in Miami. Yeah, I, I think that's what Jeffrey Lurie is going to be looking for. And even, you know, Gino, I thought about this too because Bobby Slowick, the Texans offensive coordinator, is a, he's a hot candidate right now for head coaching positions. But 
their quarterback coach, Gerard Johnson, who actually used to be an Eagle, a former Texas A&M quarterback. He was the quarterback before Ryan Tannehill for people, college football fans out there trying to remember. He's their quarterback coach and talk about an offense that schemes guys open and really helped CJ Stroud in his rookie year have one of the best rookie years, if not the best of all time. Like that's a young up and coming guy that played the position that can relate to Jalen Hurts. I think that's an interesting idea too, but yeah, man, I think it's going to have to be someone that has a, a different view on things than what the Eagles are used to on offense the last few years. So it's not redundant. And it, because again, like you don't want to completely overhaul your entire offense. I mean, two years ago, you were the best offense in the league. And last year for a lot of the year, you were having success, but you need concepts from a Shanahan like offense, a McVay, a McDaniels with motion, mm-hmm. with, you know, not just half field reads where you're deciding between one or two options. Like you need more variety or else it's going to be the same issues as last year. And that's the one scary part about Frank Reich is, is there too much of a interpersonal relationship already so. between Nick Sariani and him for there to be that real reality check? And I brought up a the idea of bringing in Frank to be like a third-party arbitrator to kind of look at this offense and be a consultant. I wouldn't mind that role at all for him to yeah. allow him to stay in the game. And he's still a smart guy, but... I don't think I personally would like him as my play caller, and I don't think Jeffrey Lurie would as well. But they also don't shy away from bringing in some of these senior guys. The You look last year with Vic Fangio being on that sure. staff. Who well, they wanted to be Gannon the defensive coordinator, right? Exactly, and we saw what happened this year. Would they yeah. shy away from something like that just to have a pull-the-plug mm-hmm. type of button? But right now, I think guys like Zach Robinson, the passing game coordinator for the Rams, is a really good candidate, especially because you look at – the type of offense that they run there with Matt Stafford and you look at what they do down in Miami with Tua and Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, the Jalen hurts is completely different from them. And it's like, they already Very do different. so much to accommodate for those guys. What could those guys do in mm-hmm. Philadelphia? And when we had those discussions with like the Miami crossover and stuff, it's like, we got jealous to a little bit of an extent because these offenses are doing things we want to see. And I think Jeffrey Lurie yeah. is on the same wavelength as we are. He wants to be creative. He wants to be innovative. He wants to be ahead of the game to where he's not in this situation Mm -hmm. and not having to go through what he went through in 2018, 19, and now 2023. I agree. I think, Gino, I have a defensive coordinator suggestion too, and it is a coach of the Dallas Cowboys, but he's a former Eagles cornerback. I like the idea of Al Harris, who's the defensive backs coach for the Cowboys. And for what I want with this defense, like I want a younger defensive back room. I want Howie Roseman to invest top picks at corner. You want to see through the development of Keely Ringo, Eli Ricks, Sidney Brown. Like I think Al Harris would be a good voice in that locker room. I like his aggressive man coverage background with Dallas. The last two years in a row, a Cowboys corner has led the league in interceptions. That's something I think a defensive coordinator, maybe people don't love, but I think it's something they should consider. Like I said, I believe it was on yesterday's show that if you look at the defensive philosophy that Sean Desai brought and Matt Patricia had, I think they're going to want to do the exact opposite of that. And I think Which it is plays what into the hands did. of what yeah. L. Harris teaches there. And I love that we say former Eagle because he wasn't an Eagle for long. And it's like where no, he is now. People he was an know Eagle. He, people know him more for what he did in Green Bay, but he also was in Dallas and he also was in Philadelphia. But at the same time, he's a very smart up-and-coming defensive backs coach who could most likely be a defensive coordinator in the report that Denard Wilson, your former defensive back coach who is getting defensive coordinator interviews 
Nick Sirianni didn't even want to interview him apparently for that defensive coordinator position. So, Hey, now they're being reactive and it's uh, time to pay the piper. So we'll see with these decisions and what Nick Sirianni pitches to him, because if not, man, it truly could be an upgrade at head coach right now. And seems like the Raiders, they went out and signed Antonio Pierce. That's one less team that is going to need a head coach. Would Jeffrey Lurie make the ultimate decision in yeah. here when there's so many guys out there that he could potentially get? He's thinking about it right now. And, Gino, I think there might be better options out there, regardless of if they keep Nick Sirianni or not in 2024. We have suggestions for Jeffrey Lurie for head coach coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home a trophy the championship and what also does is keeping your ride or die alive ebay motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash. With all the parts you need at all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. This episode of LOE is also brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. If you don't know what FanDuel is, it is the official sports book of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, the entire Lockdown Podcast Network, and heck, the biggest sports book in all of America. And right now, new customers, if you're an everydayer who hasn't gotten on the action yet, you will get $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet on literally anything, player props, live odds. You can do overs and unders. You can do anything. Get ready for the big game and put some futures in on that, who you think is going to win it, how long the national anthem is going to be. You can do all that over at FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and make your first bet a layup. Once again, go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. Put a $5 bet in, get $150 back in bonus bets. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL and the entire Lockdown Podcast Network. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Right now as we're doing this show, I believe Jeffrey Lurie is still meeting with head coach Nick Sirianni to decide his future and the Eagles' future at head coach. And while, again, Gino, as I said earlier in the show, I think if I had to put my money on it, Sirianni's back in 2024. I like the options out there right now maybe better than Sirianni. I think actually definitely better. I think when you look at a couple names we mentioned, like a Bobby Slowick from the Texans or a Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, I just think those are really impressive prospects that actually call plays and have a track record of scheming open players. It's not just your personnel carrying you. They're young guys. I think they fit the mold of Lurie's traditional coaching style. I don't know. I just I think this is a good crop of coaches for what the Eagles normally look for. So the way I'm looking at it is, one, 
would they hire a defensive-minded head coach at all? And mm, I don't, I, I don't can't think see so. it. I think I that can't. eliminates Belichick. I think that eliminates Vrabel. I think that eliminates those guys. I think right Belichick would be that. the only potential exception just yes. because he's Belichick. Yes, just because of the track record. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, if you have the option, you let Bill pick an offensive coordinator mm-hmm. for sure. Two, when they pick this offensive-minded head coach, do you believe that one – Nick Sirianni can make a choice out of the pool of guys that we mentioned prior right? that could be on par, if not better than what you believe. But to that, you also have to put the option that they could be gone in a year from now if you hire that person. Mm-hmm. And then three, do you fire him and what is your choice moving forward? I don't like... Ben Johnson simply because it's such a boring name. I'm kidding. But like, no, Ben Johnson. I <laughs> it's think not like Jim Bob Cooter back in the day with the Detroit. Yeah, JBC, man. Gotta love him. But no, I think Ben Johnson is right up that alley of what you're talking about, man. Like these hot names, like Slowick as well. Guys that have worked with young quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. Jared Goff a little bit older. But Goff but isn't a creator, Gino. And look at Johnson. That how offense he is crazy good. Exactly. And it uses the run game well in a way that I think would entice Jeffrey Lurie because I know that they don't want to get away from that. Mm -hmm. And it's an offense that, like I said, Jared Goff isn't an athletic quarterback. What could these guys do with that creativity element, which is Jalen Hurts? And if Nick Sirianni cannot put together a plan or cannot find a guy that can put together a plan, you're going to be left with that third option. And frankly, we talked about the variable that is least likely to change. I'm with you. It's like if you could get one of these guys to truly hunker down and him and Jalen Hurts grow together and they are the offense, that is that right. is your pitch. Because right now, like, what is the pitch? It's Jalen Hurts. Nick Sirianni isn't part of the blueprint. He isn't part of the sales plan. He's trying to pitch himself to be part of that blueprint. Right, right Lou? And I know this is going to sound crazy. I think it was Colin Coward the other day, but he said, with all of these coaches out there right now, where would Nick Sirianni fit in if he was a candidate for the rest of the league? It's a great question. If I'm being honest, he would not be a top three candidate. Would he even be top five? Because I think think I would take Slowick. I would take take Ben Johnson. I would take Jim Harbaugh personally over Nick Sirianni, although that one's a little bit closer. I honestly, at this point, and maybe again, I'm just, it's recency bias, but a Joe Brady, I think is going to be, if he doesn't get a head coaching job this year, you mentioned him earlier and me and you have talked about him on the show a lot because back when they fired Doug, he was a name that we brought Mm -hmm. up when he was coming out of LSU. He was with Carolina as our offensive coordinator, worked with Joe Burrow. Now he's worked with Josh Allen. He really helped turn things around for the Bills who have won six straight, including that playoff game against Pittsburgh. I even think I might prefer Brady at this point. Again, just because... Joe Brady. Yes, but Gino, I do not think Nick Sirianni as without calling plays is somebody I want as my head coach long-term because he's going to have to consistently pick mm-hmm. the right guy. And while he did it the first time with Steichen, he did not do it again the second time around. And if the final seal of approval and sign-off is your general manager and head, or general manager and owner, rather, then why is the head coach even part of the decision-making process in general? Right. And it's like you have to get somebody that is accountable and tied to the decision-making process. And right now – it kind of feels like Sirianni's just a middleman to an extent, right? Like he's just there because he's there. And once again, we're going to quote it, Lou. Nick Sirianni, what exactly do you do here? And we're going to find out if 
Jeffrey Lurie feels the exact same way because I'm with you, dude. The idea of Joe Brady being the next Kyle Shanahan, the next Mike McDaniel, mm-hmm. it's so enticing. And you see what he has done with some high. That's the one that makes Two so of the best much quarterbacks sense. in the league. Yeah, Joe and Burrow. the Josh Allen thing is like, dude. We we make the analogy to who is the guy that is most yeah. similar to Josh in the National it's Football Jaylen League. It's Jalen Hurts. It's Jalen Hurts. No, I that completely is agree. So enticing. And me. you talked about turning around the run game. Joe Brady turned that run game James around Cook completely. Is the best running back in the league. Right yeah, now. he's been incredible. He was the best running back I think in the second half of the season. Like that's how good they were. And. Jeffrey Lurie loves to be a year early on coaching candidates. Mm-hmm. I think he, he thought that way with Andy Reid, with Doug Peterson, maybe not so much with Chip Kelly. It was a different approach there, but with Nick Sirianni, he went back to that blueprint. And I think Joe Brady, I don't know. I like he'll probably get head coaching interviews this year, but I think Should. 2025 is where he'll be a prime candidate. If the bills have another good year. So if the Eagles did fire Nick Sirianni, like that's who I would want, and I think you would too. If the Eagles actually were looking for one, I think that's who they might prefer as well. And he's been so many different places too. Like he was in yeah. New Orleans before he was even at LSU. The only time he didn't have success was when he was with Matt Rule, Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> yes. and Baker Mayfield. Like, come on. No, but he did have success, Lou. They had three guys go for over 1,000 yards at the wide receiver position. That's a fair point, actually, yeah. So, good point. <laughs> like, what, there's your set, There's your pitch. Yeah. Like, we were talking about young With those quarterbacks, yeah, it's a great yeah. pitch. There's your pitch. There's Joe Brady, and Nick Sirianni better be the best salesman on the field. He better pull out his best Western New York, BS his way through a com- conversation, because I, I don't see how, as, as much as I do like him, and I do think he is going to be back – how do you present a plan that's better than those other guys? And that's because if saying. it doesn't present you calling right. plays, I don't think there is a pitch that is better than that. Yeah, I'm not saying Nick Sirianni, if he's the head coach next year, is going to come in and they're going to only win four games and he's going to be as oh, bad wow. as he was the second half of the year. But it's not about settling. Like I think there are upgrades here, and there's a style of coach that I we about want. Continuity is what yes. we are looking for. Is he the best guy for Jalen Hurts? Is he going to be one of the best offensive minds? Is he going to be one of the best play callers? We already know that's not true. So he's not going to be one of the best, and I think we know that. And that at least would be my decision. I don't know what Jeffrey Lurie will do. But I think it's very telling, Gino. We're going to get into this coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles. And I think you kind of hinted at it earlier in the show what you think. But I think the NFL is telling us something about their thoughts on Nick Sirianni based on what Brian Johnson is getting right now with head coaching interviews. So we'll get into that coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles as we wrap up this Friday edition of the show. And guys, today's episode of Locked on Eagles is brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy. You're winning up to 10, 25 times your money, I should say, this football season. All you got to do is select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry. And guys, with the basketball season also here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from their specials league. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So for example, you could take LeBron James, and let's say you take Travis Kelsey against the Bills at a 10.5 point combo of three points made and receptions. It's awesome. Want to play alongside some of PrizePix's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the PrizePix community each and every week. PrizePix, they're changing the game. They even offer a reboot policy so that your entries stay in place 
even if one of your players does get injured. So for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use our code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, that's prizepix.com slash LockedOn. Use that code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Gino, we're wrapping up this Friday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. And let's get into Brian Johnson because it's an interesting situation here. We both did not like the job he did in 2023. Even with the reports of Sirianni sometimes butting in on play calls, I just think the majority of the time we didn't love the calls. We didn't love the logic for even when they were 10 and one, like we kept saying they were winning in spite of coaching. They were winning in spite of play calling. We saw that with the red zone. We saw that with short yardage situations, but yet Brian Johnson's getting head coaching interviews. He's had three already with the Atlanta Falcons, the Tennessee Titans and the Carolina Panthers. Like, do you think that's telling of what the league thinks of Sirianni? Because I mean, Johnson, we thought was terrible, but the league is interviewing him right now to run their offense. I mean, clearly we just don't know what we're talking about between Jonathan Gannon last year and, and Brian Johnson this year. There yeah, has what to aren't be we something in Philadelphia guys? that we that, That's a good point. I mean, is it that much of an indictment on Sirianni that people are like, nope, we're going to hire all his coordinators. Like, he's the problem. I would like to see where he would go if he isn't in Philadelphia. Yeah, I agree. Because if he doesn't get, like, offensive coordinator interviews and he has to go back to being a position coach. I think that would be a, a big indictment on him. And yeah. does he even get more head coaching interviews? And heck, if the league likes Brian Johnson, go ahead, hire him away from Philadelphia. Yeah, see, I agree, Gino. I think Sirianni was the main problem, but Brian Johnson was too. I don't think he is like quietly this offensive genius Kyle Shanahan type that was being muzzled by Sirianni. Like, come yeah, on. There's no way Sirianni pop. was butting in on every single play call saying, no, don't do it. Like he, Johnson has this completely different offense. He wasn't able to unveil last year. I have a hard time buying that. I think a lot of the concepts you saw empty set as many QB draws as you saw. That's what Brian Johnson did at Florida. Like that was mm-hmm. his bread and butter. Yeah, that was, that was definitely him. So yeah, play calls. So I'm, I'm with you there. I don't know what, we are missing when it comes to him, but yeah, maybe but it's not a good look for Sirianni favorite. at all, dude. I mean, no, it, no, it's not, man. I mean, especially this. I think the most indicting thing is the success that Shane Steichen had, and then to lose to Jonathan Gannon, like that. Yeah. It right there is like you got out coached by your buddies. Like those were your boys. They had all your trade secrets, and you couldn't do something different to to go out there and be better than them. And I think this is the time, man. Like it just doesn't. I don't see a way back. I don't see a way back, even though my rational mind thinks that he is going to stay here. How does the locker room come together again after that? How, even with a new offensive coordinator, do you not feel the frustration from last year and feel the elements that Brian Johnson had left over? And even if he does leave, is it all going to change for the better? Those are huge question marks that with Nick Sariani there, I don't know if they can be answered. If you change and completely overhaul it, well, then maybe we're just going to start from scratch and see what we can do. But if you go through another year of these growing pains, 
we might be in an I told you so situation. Yeah, that, we don't have time for that. No, <laughs> seeing Steigen hired away and seeing Brian Johnson getting interviews, like maybe the answer was right in front of us the whole time. They don't have time for that, like you said. Gino, do you think if Brian Johnson doesn't get a head coaching job, and I think we both agree we would want him gone still, I think Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie would push for a change. But I don't know. Do you think Johnson would be back next year? I can't imagine he's too pleased about hearing that Nick Sirianni was calling around other coordinators while he was That's still under contract in Philadelphia. I can't imagine yeah. that. And it probably doesn't well go over well with him seeing what happened with Desai. Like, he probably can't feel comfortable in no. that way, knowing he'd get fired halfway through the year. Yeah, Johnson might kind of force their hand, too. Yeah, he, he might want to be out much like Denard Wilson. Does he make a Deuce Staley like lateral move? I mean, interesting. I don't know. Ooh, that is quite it. Now, there's another guy that I would be intrigued with bringing back as a coach. He's one that I don't know if he would be your head coach, but I, I yeah. think bringing him back in some capacity would be pretty good for the culture. But Nick Sirianni, I want to know the plan. Like, Even if we don't see him go, what did he present? to Nick Sirianni because if it was he was the brains to the offense and he was what we thought Brian Johnson was well then we have our answer but if we know it was Brian Johnson and Brian Johnson's going to do the Eagles a favor by finding a job elsewhere well now we go back to that option number two which we presented can Nick Sirianni bring in that guy or are we at option three Lou where we have a whole new bonus episode for you tomorrow because Nick we'll Sirianni's see. fired. He's meeting with Jeffrey Lurie as we speak, so maybe we'll know by the end of tonight or by tomorrow. If we do, we got you covered right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Thanks so much for making us your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Guys, want to let you know we've launched that National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today, we're here for you 24-7, covering the top stories, top, top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off as always. Thank you for downloading, thank you for watching and listening, and let's go Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.